0: Hello, and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, one sad, wheeze-filled minute at oh a time. Oh god! I'm Norman Mitchell.
1: I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: And I'm very excited to say that joining us today is my twin sister, Jessie. Hello! <laughs> Hi! And today we're going to be talking about Minute 191, which starts with Marion Pippin uh, running directly into the arms of some uruk and ends with Aragorn- Not in a romantic way. Not in a romantic way. <laughs> and ends with Aragorn uh, ducking- a shot from Lurtz, and then getting smacked regardless.
1: He gets a punch in. Yeah.
0: And then he gets, like, kneed in the chest.
1: Yeah. It's dirty. In a dirty fight way. Not in a romantic way. (laughs) 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 I'm- Okay, I'm gonna preface this with I am very tired, and I think this was the worst idea ever because we have to watch Boromir die for a week.
0: Well, I mean, tomorrow is mostly just a sword fight and Boromir's not on screen.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's definitely a very sad, existentially filled minute or (laughs) week. Yeah.
1: So the thing that I really like about this minute is how, I mean, it started last week, um, but how muted everything is, all the sound is. Yeah. Um. Though I really like that you can hear the the uh, urukai moving out very like pretty clearly, and you can also hear uh, Boromir's breathing. Yeah. Um, and then when
2: hence the sad wheezed filled minute. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Lertz shows up again, you can hear the the bow very yeah, clearly. I
2: really,
0: I really like the sound of the bow being drawn. Mm-hmm. There's there's just something really. It's
1: very visceral.
0: Yeah, th- there's something like really satisfyingly like threatening about the sound, as far as like the moment is concerned. Uh-huh. There's just something really. It it just sounds so real against all the drowned out other like music and footsteps and everything else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I really appreciate that sound effect. Uh, a sound effect that I'm a little more confused about is. And they don't say, the Foley guys don't pipe up in this, in the commentary track for alerts here. uh, What what animal is making the sound of his growls? Because it's definitely an animal. It's definitely not a person making that sound.
2: I I actually have never considered what could have made that sound
1: before.
0: Because it's definitely not a man. Although we know Fran is capable of making sounds right. not made by and,
1: men. like people can sound like dogs and stuff.
0: But... Yeah, but th- I think that's very I... clearly like just an animal growl. <laughs> and I really want to know what animal it is. Because it almost sounds like a pig to me. Or like a boar. Um... Just because of how like nasally and guttural it is.
2: Alright, it's time to go out and do research. Let's go to a farm. <laughs> And figure this
1: out. I it sounds like a like a big jungle cat, like some sort of big cat. Hmm.
0: It could be a, it, it could be a some large feline. It but... could
1: be
2: a pig cat. <laughs> they most cat likely pig. mixed sounds together. This you know, like different yeah. animals overlapping.
0: Yeah. It's got that like throaty, nasally like under-noise that I imagine, like, pigs making. Hmm.
1: Maybe I'm not making
0: any sense, but, like, I don't know. To me, it sounds like a pig. Just a very deep, angry pig.
2: Some dude doing those, like... Have you seen those, like, throat pipe noises that, like, tribes do? Yeah. Yeah. Could be something like that.
0: Could be. I don't know. It's just a sound effect that, like, stuck in my mind because I watched this, like five times already (laughs) at least at least today today (laughs) within the last hour or so yeah
1: Yeah, i i don't know that's interesting because like i've (laughs) i've watched this uh repeatedly too in taking notes and that is not a thing that ever stuck in my brain at all well it's stuck in my
0: because there's like no music when he makes that noise there's he's just made, that noise. You made that
1: growl before.
2: It's
0: not quite the same.
2: All I'm thinking during that entire scene is don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. So I am literally did <laughs> not even cross my mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know, the thing that's most present in the scene for me is Boromir's breathing. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, also, uh, why do the orcs just leave they him? They found
1: the half-legs. That was their job. Right. Find the half links.
0: But like smack. Find he, the half <laughs> Right.
2: I also was thinking that earlier today. They all just are like, oh okay. And walk away.
0: It's like, oh, we, we picked these guys up. It's just ignore the the guy we could easily dispatch.
1: Also And I we mean,
0: are supposed to be brutal magical murder toddlers.
1: He's got he's got three arrows in him already. I yeah. figure he's probably just gonna waste away. Yeah. Though, Saruman did promise them man flesh. Right. So I don't know why they're not cashing in on they are,
0: that. <laughs> they are passing up on a great opportunity to put meat back on the menu. <laughs> oh my
1: god.
0: Yeah, here we are.
1: Maybe they're not hungry.
0: Maybe. But you'd think all this battle and running away from the the three guys up the hill that are killing two of them a second would make them hungry. <laughs>
1: I think they're really eager to just leave before Aragorn finds them.
0: (laughs) Before the rest of the crew finds them and slaughters the entire, the entire army.
2: They walk off very nonchalantly though, like a Sunday stroll. They're like, okay, time to continue.
0: (laughs) Maybe like, maybe it's a, maybe it's a pack thing. And they're just like, well, if one of us touches him before Lurts gets his piece, he'll just kill us.
1: Maybe. That's
2: possible.
0: Like, Lurtz is the alpha, and he gets oh, first God. dibs. Let's see. Oh, I have a little bit of information about this scene uh, here is that at the same time, uh, Boromir's last moments here with Lurtz, before Aragorn rushes in, uh, all that stuff with Boromir there was filmed at the same time uh, as Aragorn's sword fight with Lurtz from Tomorrow. Mm they were on opposite sides of the hill from each other in the same like place. Yeah. Which is like and this was filmed by uh Peter and Barry Osborne was in charge of the unit that was filming the sword fight. The sword fight. Yeah. So all the action in the sword fight was all Barry Os- Osborne's decision and we can talk about some of that stuff uh tomorrow. But today is about
1: Wait, okay, so which, which sword fight do you mean? The one we talked about last week? or No, the, no one
0: the one we're going to talk about tomorrow.
1: Oh. Okay. The one that starts in this minute.
0: Yes. yes. Was filmed at the same time as these individual shots of Boromir with Marion and Pippin when Lurts isn't on the screen. Oh, okay. Was filmed at the same time as Aragorn's sword fight with Lurtz.
1: Okay. It's hard for me to piece that together because I think of things linearly and that's not how films that, are. Made. That, that's <laughs> not that's not how directing works.
0: Yeah. It's not linear. It's all over the board because uh, this was also filmed after the end of the week.
1: That's weird. That is very weird. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, Sean Bean mentions that uh, the final moments with Boromir after they were filmed. He still had about seven months of filming left.
2: Jeez.
1: Well, because I know that we talked about how um, that scene, his scene with Frodo, is one of the very first things. That right. It...
0: That just means they did a lot of the filming. Uh, they in did this like area at Ammanhattan, like right at the beginning,
1: yeah. or
0: like within the first few months, they did the filming at Ammanhattan. Which is kind of in- it's an interesting choice to go through and do all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is an exception to that, which we'll talk about at the end of the week. Uh, because there's some stuff that was done uh, later because they ch- decided to change it and they reshot it very uh, much later in the process when this film was ready to be pushed out. Uh, the other note I have is that uh, Mark Ordesky, Mark Ordesky says that at full volume, this whole sequence is like unbearable to listen to i believe it because it's just it just sounds brutal yeah the the full mix at full volume without the drown out is just like really 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 hard to listen well, to
1: with the the arrows hitting him and everything
0: yeah yeah like the the arrow shots at full volume or some of them like the more brutal things that Mary, were, were done yeah And that just drowning out everything except for some very subtle sounds changes the moment from feeling like a brutal like war scene Mm -hmm. to being a very like pensive character moment, like with a character on the verge of death. And I just think it's interesting how much sound contributes to that. Mm -hmm. The same sounds, just different volume. Right. I just think that's kind of cool.
1: That's why I think I'm 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 wrapped up. In the choice to just feature his breathing, I think, yeah, it's it's very um, like breathing is such a thing that you it's so normal that you don't realize it until yeah. it's um, abnormal, I guess, and it like yeah. in your face,
2: yeah, when it's like a pivotal focus,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, because like, you oh. don't hear your own breathing most of the time.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's, I like how just that sound can tell us so much about what's going on.
0: Yeah. Because it sounds so tired.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sean Bean's so good.
1: It's so, and I I also, I mean, I don't like it, but I appreciate it. The The moment where they're taking Mary and Pippin away. Yeah. And Mary is like struggling and he like reaches for Boromir and he's like kicking and stuff. And yeah. he just looks distraught. And yeah it's so sad,
0: Pippin looks more frightened,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Mary, Mary looks, looks more sad upset, yeah. yeah, and that's it's very telling of those two characters and like their differences here too, because mm-hmm. you know Pippin's a baby, <laughs> Pippin's the baby here, and he he has no more than Mary he doesn't ought to process what's going
2: on,
1: well, Mary charges in first, right, yeah, yeah.
2: I was also really upset by that because they charge in and they have swords and you're like, all right, Marion and Pippin. Yeah. And then nothing. Not even right. a hit. They,
0: they, they, they literally run directly into being picked up. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Gooped up comical. in mother's arms. <laughs> it, it's comical when you really like look at it because I imagine like in the theater, like when you're in the moment, when you're watching this movie or just in general, when you're watching it, you don't really notice that. Like how smooth those grasps are, (laughs) but they are, they're really smooth. Like that was rehearsed over and over and over again. And it's just like, all right, here come the scale doubles, scoop them up. Here we go. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Like it's, it's like when a pet runs at you and you just pick it up, it's just used to jumping into your arms. It just looks like they're just like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> they just dive in away we go and then the perspective when we're seeing them get hauled away from boromir's perspective is slightly different than how they were picked up
1: well i just imagined they were like hoisted over yeah shoulder like firemen carried oh. to isengard
0: <laughs> also the the mary and pippin uh drag away shots are also it's called what a dutch angle when it's Tilted, slightly askew. I yeah. believe so. Yeah. So that they're like slightly askew, which also kind of adds to the discomfort of the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of cool.
1: Well, I mean, Boromir's looking at them from the ground. Yeah. Too. If it's supposed to be from his perspective, I think that is uh, a more accurate. Yeah. Shot of it.
0: Yeah. And um, I don't know. There's a lot of like little moments in this in this minute. And one of the one of the ones I really, really like is the look that Boromir gives Lurt just before he draws back on the bow. Mm. It's like I've done di- I'm dying an honorable death. Do it.
1: <laughs> that you can't do anything else to me.
0: Yeah. Like look what you've already done. Yeah. Look how many of your men I killed. I did my best. Yeah, there's even like
2: thirty Urkai just lying around around them. So yeah. it's like, what?
0: <laughs> what are you gonna do?
1: I really, I mean, like the majority of it is tomorrow, but we get the the first little bit of um, Aragorn's one on one on one fight with Lurtz here. Yeah, and I've always really liked the the moment where Lurtz like. Hurls his shield into the tree. Oh my god! It almost, it almost like decapitates. There's. Durgor.
0: It's like he's Captain. He's Captain Urakai for a second there, <laughs> like just throws this shield and it's perfect and just right into the tree with those two little. It's like it was made to do it with those two little spikes <laughs> on the bottom. Captain
1: America alerts <laughs>
0: It's so silly, and like there is no way that there is enough space. For Aragorn to pull his head through that that opening. Right? There is just, there is no way. Yeah,
1: if it's under his chin.
0: Up against his throat.
1: Yeah. Either that is. he's made of plastic, or the right. shield, like, but the shield doesn't move.
2: Right. He temporarily melds into the tree <laughs> and comes down.
0: You know, it's okay, Aragorn has the power of editing.
1: Aragorn's made of rubber. <laughs>
0: Right, <laughs> right? He, he just he just phases through that shield. <laughs> He's
1: like Kitty pride
0: Just, <laughs> and then for his trouble, he immediately gets kneed in the chest mm-hmm. and thrown to the ground. Like,
1: I like that. After we see Aragorn kill an orc, a minute he finally had like meets his match for a moment, at least with with Lurts. Yeah, uh, and. Because, I mean, we've seen... Well, we haven't really... We didn't really see Boromir fight him because Lurt's cheated. But, like... I don't
0: know. Right. We build the threat of Lurt's. And then, like, this minute continues to build the threat mm-hmm. of Lurt's. And then we get our we get our climactic moment tomorrow. Yes.
1: Tomorrow? Really? Already? Yeah. Huh. I always remember it longer. I yeah. And,
0: like, me too. Whenever I think about this moment, I always... But I, I feel that way... I feel like that's a really common experience with fight scenes. You always think they're longer than they are because so much happens so fast.
2: I had the opposite when I was watching it. And maybe it's because I'm so focused on Boromir's death that I was like, why does it take so long? (laughs) I have to deal with Boromir dying for how many minutes?
0: (laughs) Man.
1: I know this is a rough week for...
0: i mean it started the middle of last week
1: no i know but we get the conclusion of it and it's yeah
0: we get we we get most of the conclusion and then we get our break with with frodo and sam and then we get the very last moment of this
1: it's it's hard enough watching like watching it all the way through right but like having to pause like every minute
2: yeah
0: there is uh
1: draws it out even longer
0: yeah, and it's not merciful when you have to keep no, pausing.
1: Just let him die. Just put him out of his misery.
0: Right. He died an honorable man. <laughs> doing his best to defend these hobbits. Yeah. You know, Merry and Pippin should have just run while Boromir was distracting them. The way that Frodo ran while Merry and Pippin distracted them.
1: Well, Merry and Pippin have a precedent for charging recklessly into battle like when frodo got speared in moria they like immediately jumped on the the biggest yeah
0: they jumped on the cave they jumped on the threat foolishly
1: they ran towards the threat and jumped on it
0: (laughs) (laughs) just like they did here yeah (laughs) they ran jump that's their whole strategy run jump with a previous urukai, that worked to knock them down and stab it in the throat Mm -hmm. didn't work so well here
2: Boromir was like their buddy too like he sword fought with them and rolled around with them on the hill you know
0: he was the pilot of, course, of their boat
1: yeah paddled yeah. the boat and watched yeah, man. Out for them. he
0: looked out for them because you know we've mentioned it before but I feel like the relationship between Mary and Pippin Boromir sees his relationship with Faramir in those two oh So he feels protective of them. Do not
1: make this moment sadder than it is?
0: (laughs) Mary and Pippin get to stay together.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Mary and Pippin don't get split up yet.
1: Yet. Uh...
2: So is it slightly less depressing that they got captured together instead of separately?
0: (laughs) Yes. You need to leave them together. Do not separate them. (laughs) It is important that it is Merry and Pippin.
2: I'm glad we can draw one good thing out of this horrifying minute.
0: (laughs) Also, uh, the kind of funny way that Aragorn jumps into frame and tackles (laughs) Lurtz. I love that. It just looks like someone throws a stuffed sleeping bag at Lurtz. Because it just happens so fast. (laughs) It's just thump. And then it's like, oh, it's Aragorn.
1: Well, I like the thing I like about that moment. I mean, going back to the Foley work. Um, you could hear the arrow hit a tree. And yeah. Like, bang, 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 bang.
0: like <laughs> a little, the satisfying little. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The little wiggle.
0: The spring noise. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good. It's very, it's a very useful noise in the, in the bag of tricks for Foley artists and use it for all kinds of things, you know, <laughs> swords wiggling in the ground, different frames of things, I think little piggy different... tails. <laughs>
1: What is it with even pigs today? I don't
0: know. <laughs> Cartoons have just made that noise pigtail for me. Like the I... little little curly pigtail. Yeah,
1: I guess.
2: That's true. That is what that noise is. Yeah. It's like
1: number? like
0: Porky Pig playing like Looney Tunes or something. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: I, think this, I think that about wraps up our first minute for the week. I agree. So thank you for joining us Jesse today.
2: It's been depressing.
1: But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> to our listeners, you can find us on duelinggenre.com and if you'd like to support our podcast our as well depressing, as
1: depressing depressing podcast <laughs> as
0: well as all the other dueling genre productions, you can go to duelinggenre.com/support. And donate through Patreon. Mm -hmm. Uh, As always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. And we will see you all tomorrow for a gripping sword fight. Bye. Bye!